Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode number 98. This episode is with one of my all-time favorite actors, PJ Byrne, who is just a delight. He is so amazing, equally funny and talented. We, uh, I can't remember the last time I laughed this hard or this much in a show, but man, is PJ a good time. Uh, we talked about how he actually went into finance first before falling into acting. Uh, we talk about the insane resume this guy's had. I'm telling you... Final Destination, Fun with Dick and Jane, Castle, Horrible Bosses, Wolf of Wall Street. We talk about all that and more. It's amazing. His time in Italy. I'm pretty sure he adopted me by the end of this, which is great. Um, he gives great advice for up-and-coming actors. Talks about what it's like working with Laura Dern, Clint Eastwood, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I know. One guy has done all these things. Uh, and he's just the best. The best. You guys are going to love it. So uh, without further ado... Here is The Interesting Podcast, episode number 98, with PJ Byrne. Let's do this! Theme song time! knew that we could but you don't know until you know it's happening it's, it's happening at this moment it is how you doing i'm doing good what do you need for me kid i'm here for you you got you know what? me well okay let me grab my list it's super long um okay. where do we start uh a father figure um <laughs> it's yeah let's just keep going let's yeah. go guys let's get into it listen i got two girls i don't have a son this could be the moment i knew it you know what <laughs> you're the fifth person today and you're the first one to say yes so yes it was meant to be <laughs> You know what? In all my career, like I didn't want to do the first Final Destinations. I'm like, when you get to five, you call me. I'm not doing the first yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make right. it to five. Call me. I'm in. Oh, dude. We are definitely talking about that because I've seen it and I was already scared of acupuncture before. But now uh, I, just, yeah. I, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. Was it real? Was it? Yeah. It was totally all of it was real. All the needles went in. No, no, it was not. I mean, it was not real at all. I will say this part. Yes, no. Some of it was real, like putting the needles in that stuff. Ooh. Um, and then, and then after a while, they put a whole plate over me with the needles on top, like a whole skin. Oh, cool. And then, uh, but yeah, no, I went actually to a place and I did acupuncture and I did practice and I did the whole thing. Uh, does it hurt? I never had acupuncture before. Yeah, I bet. Is it weird? Yeah, I've never done it. It it's it's uh yeah it's fine. I was like a little nervous. So I'm like, no, this is okay. It doesn't hurt when they like put them in your face too. It's like it's not as painful as like a flu shot if you're thinking like that. Not even uh, a little. Oh, okay, cool. It's not. Bad. It's not bad. Flu shots are terrible. Yeah, I just had one. Did you get yours recently? So listen, you've probably been talking to my wife, judging by your tone. Yeah, um, she's a little pissed. <laughs> yeah, you she's a little... she's a nurse, so I get it. <laughs> literally, hmm. literally last night, she's like, "So you're getting your flu shot?" I was like, eh, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "I got mine. You're getting yours." I was like. But I, I have a podcast to do with PJ Burns, so I can't yeah. push my appointment. Yeah. She's like, I understand science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of us knows about medical things, and the other yeah. one has an internet like, radio show. <laughs> global warming and climate change is real as well, Brian. Exactly. I mean, okay, okay. You know what? Let's get it out. <laughs> Let's just put it on the table. Let's get political. <laughs> yeah. So number one, flu shots, acupuncture, not the same thing. We've, yes. We've already made progress. We covered that. Oh, look at the phone. Sorry about that. It's the it's the the other nurses. They're ganging yeah. up on me. They're like it's your wife calling, like tell them to get a flu shot. Yeah. Tell them to get a flu shot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's for you. It's the flu flu administration. They know. They do. Oh, they, know. they know. Oh man. I'm glad you're here. I'm here. I'm I'm hoping we started because this is some gold for the show. Oh, you better believe it. My show is yeah, just nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's. I hope it's begun because there's some oh, there's some American world gold here. That's right. That's right. So you're in L.A., right? Got to be. I am. Judging by I the am. time zone, is the is the weather perfect? It actually, dude. I'm looking at magical weather right now. Yes. <laughs> it is. We yeah. we went to the the. The Dodger game last night. Oh, cool. And, uh, we took my scooter, and it was really? kind of like, 
I felt like we were back in Italy on scooters and mopeds yeah. and stuff. And no, we cut through all the traffic. It was like great. I literally parked like right next to the stadium. It was magical. Dude, that's the magical. way to go. It is so the way to go. People saw us pulling out and cutting through them. Like, why didn't we do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, you have to uh, know what the Italians do. You have to feel it. I'm now Italian as well. So I, yeah. you got to I think it. that is how it works. It's like you get you get a, a, a green card as well as a, a Vespa. It's like a package yes. deal. Yep. That's how it worked. That's what they gave us. That's I, what they gave us. I understand. I totally get yeah. it. Writing that down by a Vespa. All right. By a Vespa, guys. Who'd have thought? The first time I ever went to L.A. was like maybe six years ago or so. And it was also the first time I ever, I'd ever seen like motorcycles in between traffic. Oh, that's scary. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I swear to God, I've seen maybe like, I've been here almost 20 years now, at least 50 times motorcycles almost getting destroyed because a car is leaving their lane and they're cutting through the middle. Like just... I bet. They're just going to be evaporated by how fast they're going, and then a car's going to come in front of them, and it's just over. It's crazy. There's, there's a tiny part of me that wants to just open the door, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, like oh, wait your okay. turn. <laughs> Brian's a little, he's a little dark. Won't get a flu shot, but likes to see people splatter <laughs> yeah. on a highway. I just, okay. I believe in lines, all right? I, that's, yeah. what, that's what it boils I, down yeah. to. I but if I if I do thirty miles per hour on the scooter, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, They're yeah. like ninety. It's crazy. It's nuts. I don't I don't even have that hand eye coordination to believe in myself not to hit mirrors on my way. No, no, there's no there's no like okay if like if you something happens terribly, like it's over. It's like you're if there's no coming back from that. Yeah, for real. And it, it, I mean, you're just sitting on a machine. It's not like you're oh. in a cage. It's like oh. whatever, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. You just got surrounded by a bedillion steel objects to land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? That's right. There's no winning. There's no winning. Yeah. Leather's only going to work so much. You're just going to be yeah, crumpled inside no, of a package. You look great. You're dying looking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, which is the goal, really, when you think yeah. about it. It's true. It's you know, true. It's like, what's that? Leave a beautiful corpse, something like that? Something. So, Some, yeah. yeah something. I, be I believe in that. <laughs> I'll make a call. I'll find out. Yeah. I'll find if you don't mind, get your people to yeah. call my people about. <laughs> I'm going to call some people. They'll call people. We'll get to the bottom of it. That's right. How how to achieve a beautiful corpse setting. Done. Done. <laughs> Done. You So 20 years? You've been there 20 years? Where'd you, where'd yeah, you, I mean, where'd you like, from? uh, it's insane. After, after, uh, the theater school in DePaul in Chicago, I came like right, right here Dude. to Los Angeles. Yes. Theater school in Chicago. Pretty good. I did it. Where are you right now? I'm in Florida. <clears throat> where in Florida? Uh, do you know where Naples is? Probably not. I do know. Of course. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows where Naples is. My parents, uh, have a place in Jupiter, Florida. Okay. Okay. I know where Jupiter is. It's, there you go. If you take so if you go to Miami, right? Yeah. And you go directly to the other coast. Across, exactly. That's where I'm at. Yeah. It's hot. Let's do here. it. <laughs> Is it hot right now still? Dude, it's but hot. it must it's be like always hot. This must be a good time to go to Naples though. It's like very quiet. This is the yeah. this is the downtime. I mean, yeah, for sure. It's a, you know, the average age is like 65 and older, so it gets quiet after 5 p.m. regardless. Right. So that's <laughs> so that's good. You own the city at yeah. seven thirty. You own it. Oh that's yeah, yours. yeah. A, a late dinner is like eight p.m. You know, just in yeah. case there's nobody on the <laughs> roads. Just like Italy, just yeah. like Italy. actually having two kids. I, I don't hate on that. I'm like, you know, we're putting them in bed at eight. We're lying in bed at like eight forty-five because they're gonna get up at five a.m. in the morning. Smart, smart. Yeah. You got so I need to be in Florida. I think I think parents with young kids should be down there as well. It's like a prime prime spot. Do you have kids, Brian? I do not. I do not. Right. I just got Were married right? two years ago. So that's oh, congratulations. that's okay. thank you. Yeah. You I, did. I did it. Yeah. I found the one woman who has terrible taste in men. So Understood. I, I took advantage. Don't you do that. I love you so much. Yeah. I love you. I'm proud you. of you. Thank you. I do. you know Even, what? I'm wearing this as an accomplishment starting right yeah, now. <laughs> Even without flu shot, you know, yeah. blood. I <laughs> yeah. still love <laughs> exactly you know it's it's uh you gotta pick your battles you know what i mean totally totally that's so funny yeah was, was that your first time going to italy no i've been there before but we went to get dual citizenship there you go so, with the vespa there we go yeah so my children and my wife we're all we're all americans and italianos as well there but it's interesting go. when you go there you're not going to be like hey i want to be italian city citizen you're going there saying I'm claiming my citizenship because it's already with you, sort of, if you will. Sure. Uh, so it's kind of a cool experience. And then we actually stayed in the town 
uh, that my wife had relatives, which was amazing. And then, you know, they didn't even know that the Padulas existed. So that was cool. So we like ate with them like almost every night. And that was so great. And at the end, we threw a party for the town. And, we, you know, the mayor was there. And it was so it's just adorable. It's a town. It's called San Lupo. And it's a town of like 700 people. And everybody knows everybody. I mean, it's like bigger than your high school. What? I mean, your high school. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's awesome. It's like no, it's, it's adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> come on in. Come yeah. be a come be a citizen. Done. Yeah, a... I, I'm hereby uh, volunteering to be your plus one. Yes, um, it's on the record now. So I well, you're my son now. Remember, I'm adopting you. So oh, that's... you're totally right. Boom. I'm in. You're blessed. That's just how it works. Yeah. Done. Done. I like it. Buy I'm... a Vespa. Go yeah. buy a Vespa. Yeah, that's what we need. I gotta meet you halfway with the Vespa. Done. Done. <laughs> That's awesome. I've always wanted to go to Italy, mainly like uh, uh, Lake Como is supposed to be like the place. People to be. love Lake Como. Yes, that's yeah. that's beautiful. People yeah. love it. Gotta be, gotta be. But the on the Adriatic, that's where you can still get deals, and it's just it's like half the price of you know Lake Como or going to the Amalfi Coast and all that. It's like you there's some special places, or even where we were in the, in the Benevento in that area, it's sort of the middle of Italy. There's some magical places you can go and. It was crazy. I mean, we 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 bumped in. We met a guy who like from this town, like another town, like Jamie's family is from. He's like the knife maker. He's like the fifth generation oh, knife sweet. maker. Sweet. But there's guy. no. But once he dies, that's it. But he had like tools from oh, like. No. Years ago. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, can we get some like hipster? Yeah. From Brooklyn <laughs> to like just go eat a ton of pasta and hang out with this guy and learn his learn his craft. That's right. We need an apprentice. Blowing my mind. Oh, Brian, man. maybe get out. Maybe leave Naples. Become a knife maker. And become a knife maker. That would work for building the family's reputation as well. Because they'd yes. be like, all right, cool. You've already brought the next generation with your two kids yes. already. And then yes. I'll be your knife maker's son. Dude, we figured this Done. out. Done. I'm telling you. Not bad. Because I don't want this guy's knives to die. It's, he's this mad. Let me find this guy because he's so amazing. I'm his, sorry. His name is Mr. Knife, but in Italian. See, si. Yep. We'll be in. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I, my Italian is so bad. I was like, perfecto. Yeah. <laughs> I said perfecto like an ungodly amount. I mean, fair. It's understandable, so that's good. That's going to happen. Yeah. Pasta is pasta. You know, it's, there's words that you need. Oh, that's it. Oh, this is it. Yeah. Rocco, R-O-C-C-O underscore Petrunti, P-E-T-R-U-N-T-I on Instagram. You can see his knives. I mean, he made these amazing knives in front of us. It's unbelievable. What? And it's going to just, oh. Lost art. He's a god, and it's going to, like, disappear. So you have to buy them all, and then have them and have well and, buy them so he can like i don't know let's get a hipster from brooklyn there's gotta done. be some kid it has to be come a on. knife-wielding hipster from brooklyn come on gotta be. it's 2019 they don't eat amazing pasta for a year and a half come on i don't know anyone who doesn't want to do that not a soul everyone wants pasta all the part time. of me wants to go do it i'm yeah. not even <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'll be that guy why don't we do that yeah that's right if nobody else will we need a hero pj Yes. And you know what? I believe in you, Father. You can do this. Yes. <laughs> One from acting. He's now knife making. Yeah. Actually, who needs best, that? I forget this guy's name. Well, let me ask a buddy. One of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. I'm, his name was Martin something. And in grad school, I saw him on the stage in Steppenwolf after I finished BC and like it was like the first like I was starting to watch plays a lot. Uh -huh. And this guy was literally like the best actor I've ever seen. I'm going to literally text a buddy. And then I I found out later now he's like a he's like a furniture maker he's like a wood craftsman I'm like oh. which is beautiful and sweet and lovely I'm like but is the world being robbed of <laughs> of the magic you can be throwing out there That's right I think Nick Offerman probably beat him into submission because there can only be one actor woodsman I understood yeah. understood it's a understood. it's a highlighter situation He might have Yeah I would believe it that beard's intimidating the mustache oh is intimidating really. <laughs> There's stuff in there. Yeah, he doesn't even need the whole thing. It's like just the mustache. It's like, all right, fair. And then I literally just texted a buddy to to find out to remember what his guy's name was because he's that spectacular. I like if to I have to direct a Martin movie, something. I'm gonna find this guy and be like, dude, you gotta come. Yeah, there you go. Bring your knives. Like come out from from woodworking. Yeah. Oh, Martin McClendon. Martin McClendon. McClendon. My buddy just texted me. What a great name. He was so dirt. He did this like British mob play. At Steppenwolf, I don't know, in like 90, oh my God, 97 maybe? It was ridiculous. I, I was just sat there with my mouth agape. And I'll never forget, I came to LA and I was doing a commercial and he was like at the commercial audition. I was like, how is this possible? 
how the hell is this possible that we're in the same room? Sure. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. Well, because you also did it. That's how this yeah. works, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, you're you're one of those actors. I mean, I've been a fan of your stuff maybe for a long time. I don't know. I love you. I mean, I love I'm you. not going to say that yet. Um, but so what's funny is you're one of those actors that I put up there with like Alan Tudyk in that every movie that you're in is better because you're in it. I love like, you. Like, I'm serious. I'll be watching a movie and I'm like, oh, it's PJ Byrne. Awesome. And uh, like specifically, I think the first thing I ever saw you in was probably Fun with Dick and Jane. Oh, my God. Dude. That was early. That was really early. Dude, that was early. Yes. One of the funniest movies ever made. Super underrated. And I always, I always when I, it's one of those things like a bowl in, obviously. Big fan. Big fan of all your stuff. We're just going to. Lo- I love you. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to break up. I'm not going to leave you out cold as my I child. Think, I think in California, this is legally binding. I am your son now. That's so, fine. So I can come out of the woodwork. I love oh, it. We're oh. just going to change the last name to Byrne. Brian Byrne now. Done. I mean, I'm already Brian Balance. Maybe we can double pun it up. Well, maybe yeah, Brian Balance Byrne, maybe. Where's Triple, triple B. B. Where's Triple B? Triple Ooh. B coming into a keg party in college. Sounds like, is Triple B coming? It's going to be amazing. That's, yeah, that's right. That. You know what we need? Triple B. It's like, you're right. Triple B. We do need Triple B. No, I'm going to show I'm gonna up, up on my you again. I just got it ready. Martin McClendon teaches at Carthage in Wisconsin. So if he ever hears this, or any of his students know, he's the greatest actor in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty good at furniture, I've heard. Yeah, and a furniture. Maybe I'm wrong with that last part, but I, <laughs> I, I think it's true. I kind of hope he makes knives and he just crossed the wires. I, maybe he's going to move to Italy to be a knife maker, which would be, wouldn't be terrible. I, I, hope be a leap. I hope if he's a teacher, like when you go into his office, he has the greatest – like you know how teachers had those great wooden swivel chairs? Like oh, that was like yes. college professor. Yep. I hope he's made his own. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope it's the best that's ever been whittled. I agree. That's what I hope. Have that's you ever tried I whittling? I've never whittled. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I've it'd never... be kind of cool though. Yeah. If you were good at yeah. it, I feel like it'd be very discouraging if you weren't. Yeah, I just feel like I'm just gonna be annoyed for a little while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bear. But listen, I'm not gonna do this as a profession. I probably won't do this as a hobby. So for the one hour I'm gonna sit here attempting to whittle and making a shitty paperweight. Yep. I am gonna I'm just gonna pass. I'm yeah. gonna pass. I feel like I'm the same. I'm like, look, it's a bear yeah. and then I show someone they're like, Is it? I'm like, Well, no it isn't just throw it, be like, I knew it. I knew it. No, it's more of a worm. Looks yeah. like a worm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's it's just a block of wood, right? It's like no, yeah. no, you got to see the bear inside of it. It's like, no, uh, are you done? No, it's an inchworm, Triple B. It's an <laughs> yeah, inchworm. that's right. I'm carrying the mantle of Triple B. Just letting you know. No, I love it. Run with it. That's, that's the new. That's the new uh, cover. Would would that? Yeah, this is now the Triple B show. Uh, would <laughs> would the Triple B go on the immigration papers? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll make cool. a call. We'll Good. just get it in there. We'll get it in there. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I mean, you. No, we're on the same page. Done. Good. Done. Whew, all right. Triple B done. <laughs> so well, you've been yes. you went to college for acting and all that cool stuff. So where? No, did... no, no. I went to grad school. College was finance. Grad school for acting. What? Yes. Hold on. Yes. That's different. So wait, you you were in finance first. I was Boston College finance. Turned out a job on Wall Street because of an amazing teacher. Ooh. God bless the power of teachers. Said you need to go to uh, grad school to learn how to be a proper actor instead of going to Wall Street. And I said you need to stop. <laughs> Drinking Jack Daniels because you're insane. Sure. Um, and then I didn't go. And then he, literally, God bless this man, he filled out my applications for me, literally. Nice. And he goes, look, this means nothing. There's your two recommendations. and But these are the three best schools. They only take 10 kids. Wow. But it really, it's, it, they want you, you have to audition. You have to do like two monologues. It's like, that's what decides. And I was like so touched by that. Um, of course I did, and then I and I got into uh, the theater school at DePaul, and then and the rest what? is history. And then my, thank God my parents didn't know where I lived because they were going to kill him. They were going <laughs> to <laughs> Yeah, that seems to be a common thread. <laughs> yeah, yes. Finance, really? Yeah. Was, that, was, that, was finance something you wanted to get into? That's why you went to school for it? Was it like, I guess I just I'll think that's something you do when you grew up in New Jersey or New York or that little East Coast corridor. It's like, yep, everyone goes to New York City and to Wall Street and goes does finance, and it's kind of like, what you do, and yet you, I just didn't know any better. I didn't really know I was going to be an actor. I, didn't, I fell into acting like my sophomore year of college. So it was all like, literally, wow. I, I, I finished like a, a set of finals. It was crazy because you have finals were like, you know, accounting and math or calc- whatever the hell it was. And sure. 
I literally had like five tests and like none were written. It was like I had to show up for five finals. And I just remember like the week before the study week, I just kept filling my fridge with beer going, when this is over, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a relationship, this right. beer fridge and I. And then, so literally I, I lived with eight guys at the time in like an eight man. Wow. And, uh, and I came home and I don't know, it was like 11 o'clock. I finished. I was like, oh my God, I'm done. And I cracked a beer and I was waiting for anyone to come home and like 12, <laughs> one, two, finally three o'clock a roommate, one of my roommates, the one roommate who was not like a jock who was from <laughs> LA actually. Oh, um, Jason in Salako, and he went to Loyola out here, which is a great, great boys' school, Catholic boys' school. Um, nice. And then uh, he's like, I'm like, oh, my God, you're home. Come drink. And he's like, no, I'm going to audition for a play. And it's like he said, I'm going to go to Mars. I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> what? He's like, I'm going to audition for a play. I'm like, all right, look, I'm coming with you, and then you're going to come drink with me. He's like, yeah. He's like, all right. He's like, but you need a monologue. I'm, I'm like, what's a monologue? I didn't even know what a monologue was. Sure. And he explains, like, you know, you talk for, like, three minutes or da-da-da-da. I'm like, all right, well, let me think of something. He's like, no, 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 the audition's over in, in, uh, in, at 3.30. I'm like, let me just think of something. Anyway, I made up an audition about I'm an old man talking to a shrink. And they're like, what's the title of the play? <laughs> and I'm like, Cupcakes in Heaven. And they're like, who's the playwright? And I'm like, what does playwright mean? I'm like, oh, they're all – I'm like, John Ballard. And John Ballard is my high school history teacher. So it was all just, like, completely fabricated. <laughs> but long story short, I got the part and he didn't. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. And then I did it, and that was like a, the student play. And then the faculty saw it, and they made me audition for like the main stage. And I got that part. It was like Tartuffe. And then that was the teacher who directed it. it was like the teacher who directed Tartuffe. John Houchin made me. Uh, wow. Go wow. to go to grad school. Dude. Yeah, and then I double majored, and it was like, yeah, it was that was it. That was it. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not, not bad. Pretty rare. I feel like a lot of people that go into acting as a profession, like, as a kid, I wanted to do this. And you're like, I didn't even know what it was. No, yeah, no. It was just like, no, my, my buddy growing up was, like, really good actor. He was, like, did the play. I was like, I'm not, that's not what I do. And then, and my sister always did, like, the shows and was in choir and all that. But you know what? I did do choir and I did do a lot of activities. You know why? Because a man running for president named... Uh, Senator Cory Booker went to my high school and he was in my sister's grade. No way. And he was literally like, yeah. So he was like an all-American football player, but he also was in the choir and the student council. He was like super. So he was like a bit of a hero. I was like, oh, this guy can do everything. Like, so can I. That's cool. Dude. He sort of plays the path for like the kids below him. He's like, that's, that's you know, it was kind of cool. Absolutely. There you go. That's pretty neat. So then when... changing, changing lives, Cory Booker, even as a 17-year-old. That's right. That's right. Yeah. There's a path here that we can follow to greatness. Yes. That's pretty good. That's pretty For good. Sure. I love that you made up a monologue. <laughs> it's pretty I good. made it up. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> I was literally just making it up as it goes along. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So good. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's just, I believe in the craft. That's I right. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it is real and coming from inside. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was like, look, he just he just was searching for each word so genuinely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Perfect. It felt like it was really coming out of him. It wasn't memorized. Just so fresh. Yeah. So fresh. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So it was yeah. was theater the avenue you wanted to go into, or you always thought like film and TV? Or well, dude, the re truthfully, when you turn down a job on Wall Street, that means you turn down a lot of money. That's true. Essentially, and a, a, a you know, I hopefully knock on wood, I would have had some form of <laughs> a successful career in in on Wall Street. But uh, you know, I I remember my parents saying, "She's like, you're going to go to school for three more years, and you're not even like a lawyer. You still then don't have a job again. Like, what are you talking about?" Sure. So then I knew I had to like immediately go to California and like start making money. Like, I would have loved to have done theater, but like. To go to New York and do Broadway or try to do Broadway, that's like a whole – there's still not even a lot of money. That's why you see so many famous you know, actors doing because they're really – a lot of the people that can afford to do that stuff. Sure. You know? Makes sense. Uh, not that I wouldn't love to do that. Even now, I'm like we have two kids. It's like, wow, do I even try out for a play on Broadway? It's like, ugh. But you know, you want to make money and give, give your kids everything your parents gave you. So Sure. So how do you do? How do you even go about that? Just going to LA and be like, "All right, like there's a you know famous story of like Brad Pitt being the chicken guy at the to Del Taco thing." Like, and then do someone, just... I don't even I don't even know that story. What is that story? So he su went... supposedly his first like gig that was any sort of performance or whatever was being the sign spinner mascot for Del Taco. He was in the chicken suit. Come on. Yep, Brad Pitt. I know. 
Well, he must have been really good at it because no one knew what he looked like. So yeah. Like, this kid's a talented chicken scientist. Yeah, they're like, man, that is coming from a real place. That's an honest place. That's yeah. an honest place. Then they I take believe. the head off and we're like, oh, it's a god man. Got it. Is it because he worked at like a chicken place? This is why he always, he's always, when he's in scenes, he loves to eat. He's just it's, like, I'm just always hungry. I'm always hungry. You got to do what you know. Yeah, he's like, my first acting job was like eating a lot. And then this one, Done. I'm always just eating, always eating in scenes. Yeah, before he couldn't eat. He just had to sell it. But now that he can yeah. eat, it's a it's a conscious choice. No, that like... was his gift, though. He was eating under the mask, like <laughs> always eating. That's, that's the real gift. And You're right. Was... That's where the Genius. life came from. Normally, it's Genius. just it's just Genius. a costume until you put a man in it. No, he can do so many things, multitasking while acting. It's incredible. He can. It it really is. It really is. And he hasn't when gotten I, worse. No. Yeah. <laughs> when you graduate from the theater school, you audition in front of agents and like casting directors. And luckily, Smart. there was a this Randy Rubenstein. She's still my commercial agent. I love her. Hey. Uh, she, God bless her. Uh, she. Uh, she she picked me and then literally I came here and I not I'm not gonna wait, I never had to do anything else. I started doing commercials like immediately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great. There it you go. Great. How was that doing your first like professional acting gig? It was scary because I remember you're you know, when you're doing theater, it's like you know, it's like theater is like playing tennis, right? So you're you know, you're doing big body movements and gestures and because you're trying to project what you're doing to like, you know, a room that's like a hundred you know, like people are 300 feet away from you. So it's like all of that. Right. But when you're doing, you know, film and TV, it's more like playing ping pong. You know, it's more, it's just tight and it's in your face and it's in, you know, it's it's a lot more thinking and that's reacting. Sure. And literally, I, I, I think it was like for CNBC or something or like the, I was supposed to be a guy like watching the market fluctuate, which was kind of appropriate. My first Perfect. job. Was <laughs> yeah. And I'll never forget, they literally took the camera and it was an inch from my nose and I was supposed to have facial reactions going up and down. I was just like, oh. this is insane. <laughs> and just remember, just going like, there's no one behind me, but there's literally like 40 people that no one can see in front of me and I'm supposed to keep it tight and there's a camera an inch from my nose and it just blew my mind. I was like, this is totally different. Right. It's like, totally I thought it was supposed different. to be real. Yeah. <laughs> It was nuts. It was nuts. But I was like, yeah, that's great. And then they paid me. And I was like, I can't believe it's happening for like an hour of work. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, and the rest was history. Dude. Do you yeah. remember your first movie? But yeah, my first movie, my first real movie literally was with Clint Eastwood. And I'll never, my first line oh. was, no, it was insane. Um, my first TV movie, I will say, is Spring Break Lawyer, which was an MTV movie, which just changed the game. Changed the game. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. There's, Spring Break Lawyer, my first like, real movie, literally like right after that, was is it was called, oh shit, oh, Blood Work. Oh, yeah, that's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and I literally, I hold up, um, I hold up a uh, a bullet, and I go, looks like a nine milli to me. That was my first real line in a movie. <laughs> looks oh. like a nine milli to me. There you go. That's, that sticks with you. Yeah. Oh, man. Not a bad, not a bad way to, to come out of the gate. I'd say so. Clint yeah, Eastwood. That had uh -huh. to be intimidating. It was crazy. Dude, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. I've heard his sets are very like, let's just get this role in one take. No, stuff. one take. One take. I did I did 14, what is, uh, the, the one to Paris about the guys who like saved the, uh, the yes. terrorists. Yes. The train, um, 15, yes. 15, 17 to Paris. If you watch, yeah. I, 15, 17 to Paris. Exactly. If I've you watch it. that, I, I did the, everything was one take and that was, it was done. Wow. <laughs> No, it's kind of magical. It's like you better come and bring it, and like here we go. It's, there's something kind of great about that, and I've kind of incorporated that. And when I audition or put myself on tapes, I'm like, I want. Sometimes that first take is always the best. It really is because you're like, it's really genuine. You're really listening. You're. It's kind of if you have your lines really kind of with you and, and memorized, and and you're just kind of. It's really more about listening and reacting, and that's kind of. That's the magic. I always try to tell it to actors: the more you can like really listen and be there, that's that's sort of the magic place. I think so too. It's like I I just recently, maybe like last week or something, I saw this video of Alan Rickman talking about monologues, and he always said that for auditions, he personally never understood the appeal of monologues because he said that will prove that you can memorize. Oh, so you're not listening. Exactly. He's yes. Like, he's like, you want us to a reaction listening to something. He goes, that's right. listening is acting. Because you yeah. want to come from a place and then react to what's being said beforehand. As opposed right. to like, here's a bunch of lines. 
Yeah. Like, oh, no. Because, yeah, when you're doing a monologue, you're actually just making up what the – you're trying to prove something. You're trying to change – like when you're listening, you want to convince – that's when you're actually convincing someone of something else and hopefully them saying something. He's like, how, okay, they said that, and I want to make them do this. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're doing a monologue, the whole thing is like you're imagining how they're reacting and how you're convincing them. It's exactly. all made up as being really there and really having someone with you. Sometimes literally made up. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm curious. To, so, what's it? What What's his take on when people are not acting well with you? Or like, yeah, for real. <laughs> that's right. Like, what? I'm making up. I'm also kind of, but that's what a model's like making up how they're acting. But like, when people aren't really with you, like, I'm gonna make up how I think you really should have done this because my right. reaction to the to the way you're you're playing this is just gonna be really soft and boring and not remotely interesting. Sure. Well, that's where your acting comes in. Ho ho. Speaking of ping pong. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the backhand. I think exactly. I know exactly. nothing about ping pong. Have you ever tried ping pong? I love it. I yeah? love it. Are you good at it? I think everybody who played ping pong in the basements of like all through high school think they're pretty good. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I because like they're everyone's real kind. Of like I'll play. I'll play in ping pong. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm I, awesome. I, I like the ping pong cockiness in the world. Like everyone feels they're <laughs> pretty goddamn good. It's true. Like if you played, you would have. I'm telling you, I'm like I'll. I'd love to play you. Let's go. And it really gets a little, a little, little beefy. Oh man. Yeah, let's. I'll, I'll dance with you on the on the ping pong table. Yeah. Done. I consider this a formal challenge, Father. Yeah. And, uh, this will. We'll play ping pong for my right to be adopted. <laughs> let's do it. Let's put some I'm steak in. on the on the. And on if the game. you're gonna be my son, you better raise your ping pong game. Ah, damn it! You're Sorry. right. What yeah. was I thinking? So I thought it'd be easy just buying a Vespa. Now I know there's a, a Hunger Games beforehand. You got a lot. You got a lot on your plate right now. You got a lot. <sighs> All right, I guess. Triple B in the house. Triple B. <laughs> Triple B. Oh man, that so well. That's pretty good that you're starting out. You know, on a Clint Eastwood set because from that you're like, "All right, two takes, cool." I I was just on a one take set. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. It's all, it's all downhill from there. I think that one was two takes, actually. The, it looks like a it looks like a nine million to me. Ooh, you got two takes out of Clint Eastwood. They, that's yeah. your own little merit that you can yeah. have. Not bad. But 15, 17 to Paris, one take. One take, that's it. That's all you get. That's crazy. crazy. No, it's crazy. Especially because they even had, like, the main guys were the actual, like, guys. Right? They weren't, they weren't like... Oh actors, no! Actors. I was I I acted to their kid. I was like when they were kids. Right, 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 right. I mean, like so, the, like the I, I know, but yes, in the movie, those are the real guys, and yes, it's crazy. God Man. bless those guys, dude. For real. God bless those. Jeez. I also should say, in the scene with me was also someone by the name of Jeff Daniels. That was another, which was crazy. So I've got like Jeff Daniels, dude, and Clint Eastwood. It's nuts, dude. Ooh, ooh. and this is post Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, was it post or right around? That? I think it was post. Yes. That's what I'm talking. For sure, about. post. For sure, post. Crazy. You got. You yeah. really got to be on your game there. It was pretty nerve wracking, but kind of magical. I don't know. It was kind of. Sure. Nice way to come out. Nice way to come out of the gate. You're pretty good at playing a principal, so you got that. Yeah. So I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you. I knew. I, do it. I knew it. I'm writing that down. Did it for me. Done. I always knew. I could tell that I was in That's, trouble when you're in those scenes. No, I mean, a lot of people get very nervous. Yeah. When I, <laughs> my principal attire on. Yep. I'm nervous just talking about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know another thing that you did great in talking about? So comedic timing, tops, obviously. But there are some characters in movies that really, really stick out and that yes. people remember for a long time. I remember yes. all of them, obviously. But Horrible Bosses. Oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's pretty good it's pretty that was good. a good one that was a nice little that was that, i feel like that was my first like someone really let me like go to town i bet yeah <laughs> it's so good and that's another thing acting against people as well in those scenes i mean you got charlie day jason bateman no they were yeah and they were good that's when i was like oh these are really good guys and then that's when it sort of ingratiated me into the new line family because the new everyone in new line is that's like my favorite studio by a mile that new line warner brothers kind of mm-hmm they're just really good people, and 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 that's just a solid a solid studio made of like great people. That's so cool. It looks yeah, so fun great. too. Such a good no, that part. was a, that was a great day. And you know, I the only thing I was so bummed like they showed I had so many horrible jokes about whatever you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the scene. But um, the only bummer was like the one that they showed in theaters was like so me tame, more tame. 
but there is there is the dirty unedited version where I just yeah it's pretty good <laughs> yeah that's like my favorite thing ever I put that on my reel because that's like that's good just, <laughs> you should let's just know where this went yeah it so went, it went all the way it went all the way so tops it's so funny yeah. Yeah. And you are also I'm a pretty big Nathan Fillion fan. So yeah. when I talk about you popping up and things and I'm like, Oh sweet. Uh your episode of Castle. Oh I, yes. I always remember I was like, Is that Gene Simmons? Right. Is that PJ Byrne? PJ <laughs> Byrne, god damn it. Yeah, that's PJ right. God Gene Byrne. who? Yeah. Please. Get yeah. out of here. When when you're on a show like that's been running for so long, is it kinda weird to like be the guest star in something that's been going for so long? Um you know what's kind of great? It's like a smooth set. It's a, it's a, just an, everyone is just, it's just an e- easier, smooth set because everyone's just so pros. And I feel like uh, everyone's pretty good about like seeing new actors come in because it's like the same people. So they're like, hey, how are you? Who the, who the hell are you? Sure. It's like, you know, they're always going to like a little like meet and greet party. So, and they're very, I feel like I've never had a bad experience with like, you know, just doing a one time guest star and stuff like that. And, but it's also just mixing up. I like playing different characters and just, you know, messing around. So that's kind of fun, too. Yeah, it works. It comes yeah. through. You might know a thing or two about pretend. I like pretending. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's yeah. what, you know, to boil it down is pretending in front of a camera. Exactly. <laughs> true, true. And and listening and listening. And Listen. listening, as Alan Rickman, go. the great Alan Rickman says. Thank you, Alan. That's Thank right. Thank you, Alan. You did it. R.I.P., buddy, from the Triple B. So, uh, I know. Uh, so when so you're doing on camera stuff and all these things. So when did you decide like I'm gonna go for some voice acting because it's a different thing? Yeah, no, same. that was like totally random. I was like, you know, being a finance person, you always want to diversify. So commercials and TV and movies. I'm like, oh, voiceovers is another way to diversify. And then, um, and then it was just random. I literally, uh, I I got a. I remember I I made like a little demo. And I made, you know, back then you would actually make like, you know, CDs and you would send it in. And I said, dude, speaking of being Italian, I, I, I found out like what were the good like voiceover places. Smart. And I sent a basket of like sauce and pasta. <laughs> and then on the cover is like my grandfather literally holding a tomato and like a, a white beefy T-shirt, like so Italian Jersey. <laughs> you know, um, and I go, this is my grandfather. And I just, you know, he's holding a tomato. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. And, like, that was it. And that was the cover of the thing. And like that and that got me with TGMD. And then they sent me out. And then, I don't know, I went. And I went out. And I think that my, literally my, one of my first jobs was The Legend of Korra. Dude. Yeah, crazy. Jumping in the big leagues, man. Because I also, that was another thing. Like, I didn't know when I kind of started riffing again. It just went off. And, like, that was it. Dude. Yeah, Avatar: The Last Airbender is like one of the greatest animated series of all time. Super. No, they're, they're and they're they're doing a Netflix thing now too for that. I know. I'm so I mean, pumped. Great. They're the greatest guys. They should. They they're like. I feel like they're our greatest minds of entertainment right now. They're so smart and so classy, and just brilliant, good humans. I totally agree. And just yeah. like their art is just so good. It's so no, good. I know. That's what they're so good. They're, and but their storytelling and how they care and how they look at society and. I mean, and the Legend of Korra was, is so groundbreaking. Where you know, it's the first cartoon where they inferred like, are these two women going to get together? Like, that's yeah. a big on Nickelodeon. I mean, come on, man, huge, huge. And like, I, I feel like that Korra was like a female superhero, and that was like also pushing the envelope a little bit. Totally agree. Um, not superhero, but just a, a female badass yeah. woman kicking ass. Um, I don't know. They're they're the best, dude. Those are the best guys. They are, and you got to be Bolin. We oui, we oui. that was fun. Yeah. Pretty good. Speaking and of Dave Faustino, got to be my brother. That's and Janet Barney so and all that awesome. was great. Yeah. Dude, again, all star cast. What's going on here? I don't know. Man. A lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. That's fair. That's a lot fair. of people just being crazy. Don't know what they're doing, making bad decisions. That's right. That's right. Cast me. I mean, it's it's really method at this point. Bolin went through a lot of things. One people dude, he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, world. You know, you got relationship troubles. Sometimes the bottle's there for you. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) We get drunk on noodles. That's the bowling move. He gets drunk on eating noodles. He's got Pabu. He's got himself. Boom. What more do you need, really? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's so fun. That's so fun. Series regular. Great, great show. That's the other thing. You've done so much good stuff. I feel like a lot of people that are like running the rat race as well is like 
there's a lot of things like I was in that, but let's not talk about that. That one's like, right. But here's one that's good. Check this out. Everyone, and it's like that one thing, but they've done like ten things. Right. Your list is like just crazy. Oh, I don't want to let you down. I mean, there's some speed bumps in there. Let's not deny. There's I mean, of course. <laughs> there's there's got to be to even them out. We don't want you to get too full of yourself. Yeah, let's you not know. get too ahead of yourself. Yeah, we just got to check it, you know? Check it at the gate. And then I love that you were in – I had no idea you were in finance first. That's pretty amazing. Especially because yes. it did come in handy because you did go to Wall Street, really, eventually. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's no joke. That came in very handy. I made. I wrote my own monologue because of that. I was like, that's how I auditioned. I made up my own monologue. Dude, I love Thank it. Thank God. You, yeah. So, you, Wolf of Wall Street, craziest movie I've ever seen. You got to work with Martin Scorsese. Yeah, no, it was amazing. No, that was that was uh, that was another like magical moment in the history of my career. It was crazy. And then you know, I wrote my own monologue because I didn't know about the finance world. Sure. You know, having like interned at banks and all that stuff while I was in uh, in college. Um, so I just remember like showing up on set one day it was just like me, Leo, and Marty like running lines. Like I cannot believe I'm sitting here right now on like day one of rehearsing, and they think I know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm but a- the thing was, I really did because, like, when you go in it, you understand it. Like, I, you know, it, once you know that world, and they're, it's like, you know, those guys were literally just like car salesmen. That's all they were, like con men, car salesmen. So, right. Um, not that, no, nothing against car, car <laughs> salesmen. But, uh, <laughs> no, but it's like they, it's not like, oh, well, let me go run the data and do an algorithm to find out if we should invest in, you know, whatever. Sure. It was just like they were given. Uh, talking points and they were just like if they say this then you're gonna do it. it's like you know they were cold callers essentially so um and it just i was like what are that and i remember like i i knew i knew too like when i was going into finance I was like i don't want to do that that's not something i want to do right um and then when you hear the story about these guys how terrible and how they just like yeah. blanked out people's like savings and because what they also do is they make you start with family members or friends because those are easy people that you know, gain your trust. They gain that trust you, and right. then take their money very easily. So all these guys blanked out so many like close people to them, which is like really Jeez. terrible. And then you found out the way they acted and treated people, and was like, oh, oh my god, yeah. So that's when I was like, all right, I'm all in. I don't do not care about like saving face right now in some of these people because these are not. They're not good. They're not. They're not necessarily good people here. They're just destroying. And like, and the fact that some people said they don't know what's going on. I'm like, come on, man. Right. Let's like all you do is like the bottom line. Like, oh, the bottom line's not up, but your your bottom line is up. Come yeah. On, yeah. There you go. One liners uh, are great. <laughs> so that's it. There you go. Did you have to be fitted for the hairpiece? I did. We had multiple hairpieces. I actually <laughs> thought it was like too crazy. Like, no, make it worse. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> yeah. No, I still have that hairpiece. I kept it. Do you really? Like, yeah, the hairdresser knew. I was like, I need to keep this. And then I also have the uh, the candy uh, underwear I wore, like the Pez candy underwear. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, have you ever thought about that you can say you wore like Pez underwear with Leo DiCaprio on a Scorsese set? No, it's not. <laughs> I remember, though. I remember, actually, I remember that like wholeheartedly. Um, because there is a moment and I was thinking, I was like, my bachelor party <laughs> was like totally like, and my buddies too, was like, ours was totally like, you know, we played sports at the club and at the, you know, down at like whatever, like the, uh, the LA athletic club downtown. And like we did all these things, but like, we still had something funny and like, we were just like kind of crazy, but like nothing bad or deprived, you know what I'm saying? But like, sure. so I'm like what would these guys do? <laughs> that's like kind of like insane and they have all the money in the world to do it yeah. right yeah so i remember literally going to like the sex museum which was right by where i was living <laughs> at the time to shooting the movie i'm like this is a place i bet there's got to be something that's going to trigger because mario's really good about like you know pitching ideas or riffing or improvising cool so i remember going in there and like right i saw it immediately it was like they were selling it it was literally like remember those the the candy you could eat off those little bracelet candies you can eat the candy off of oh yeah they had an underwear version of that. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> we that. found it. And then I had to go pitch, you know, this like uh, Oscar award winning costume director, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, she's British and she's very like, hi, we yes, PJ. And like, you're like very like, oh my God, you're, it's like you're talking to the queen sure. of, of England. It's like, but I remember going like, okay, here's the deal. And I like show her some pictures of like my bachelor party. I'm like, here's mine. 
it's just like we're all crazy, but like there's nothing bad happening. But these guys have bad things happening. Like sure. mine, like Darth Vader's in the background, right? <laughs> and the guys made me wear like a meat suit. Like that's that was my thing. That's just like, Thursday. Just to embarrass me. Like you're gonna wear this and be you know by the pool. I'm like, all right, you're gonna right. wear a hammock. I'm like all right, sure, that's fine. And then, um, but I'm like, what would these guys? I'm like, but this is what I'm thinking. And I show her this. I'm like, I want to wear this on the plane. And she's like, looks at me for a good like thirty seconds, <laughs> like back and forth. And she's like, okay, yes, done. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. And I left. You I was did like, it. I did it. <laughs> but then I didn't realize how see through it was. I was like, wait, this is completely see through. Um, <laughs> so I had to wear like two at the same time. That's okay. You got to earn. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's so funny. You brought that yourself. Dude. I did. I brought it myself. Totally. No, I bought it and I brought it. It was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it even better. Yeah, it was wild. Not bad. Not bad at all. Wow. Sheesh. Wolf of Wall Street. What a nuts movie. So did you, uh, talking about great hair as well. Uh, yes. I, I remember I remember seeing you in vinyl. And yes. you may have the best hair ever in vinyl. I love that hair. I loved it. <laughs> You've got I mean, the mutton chops as well. Up. and like, it's but the, just... Here's the thing. The mutton chops were real right Ooh, method so, so me walking around the world with like a short like high and tight haircut and then like these gigantic mutton chops <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> everybody thought i was literally like an england like an is he doing like loves reenactments like why is this person right. what's happening but i wasn't i was living in williamsburg at the time you know in new york city like hipster land so i was like oh he he knows how to bake kale bread this guy's <laughs> yeah. that guy probably makes it's knives him. Yeah, he makes knives. <laughs> we should get back. This guy needs to go to Italy. That's right. <laughs> and just learn how to make knives. That's right. That guy is Italian. All right. Yes. Paisan. His grandfather made tomatoes. I guarantee it. Wonderful tomatoes. Wonderful. <laughs> That's fantastic. So how long did you have to keep that? Um. Yeah, as long as the show. I mean, the first season, I was just walking around with gigantic mutton chops. It was crazy. It was That's nuts, dude. Amazing. And then at the same time, because I know you were Firestorm, so you got to be a superhero. That's yes, pretty that cool. Yeah, that was great. Totally. Were, was that, was that going on at the same time as Vinyl? That, you know what, it was, you're right. I think uh, I think it was because I was recording in New York City. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Good I like call. To th I like Good to th Thank you, thank you. I like to think that Firestorm in the booth looked like the guy from Vinyl. <laughs> With the... Dude, I uh, totally did. 100%. 100%. That's a, you know it's that makes a lot of sense. I think I think I would do like ADR and and like I would call in to do Firestorm from the same place in New York City. Oh, that's right, you were right, dude. And that which I loved. I was like, oh, I knew everybody there. It was kind of nice. It's nice knowing people, and it's nice, especially when you're doing Firestorm, because I like to be in the room with the cast or like at least some of the showrunners, and there was like no one there, and they're just calling in. But like For sure. to know people and 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 trust them, and if they're like giggling on the other side of the booth, I'm like, all right, it's good, it's going well. It's going sure, well. we got. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. You can breathe a little. Yeah, exactly. Was exactly. was Cora like that, where the whole cast recorded together? Oh yeah, that was totally, which is so important, and it was great. Yeah, that was like magical. Yeah, we had the whole cast there, and we're just that was. I mean, that was we were a family. That was like the greatest cartoon family ever. We all still love each other. They're, I love that crew. That's great. It comes yeah. through a lot because I know some animated series as well and video games, they do like, you know, individual recordings. It's so much better, even from like the final product where you hear that kind of chemistry back and forth. Where you're like, oh, totally. I think they were together for this, you know? Oh, totally. No, like Janet, me, Seychelles, like, and, and Dave, like, well, we're there a lot together. And that was a big deal. That's cool. They were great. I love all of them. I still to this day, like, I love them. I would go back and do them, anything with them. They were great. Good. I'll make a call. Yeah, make a call. Yeah, that's make the whole reason you're here, actually. Like I know. End of I know. Too. I try not to be as transparent out the bat, but you know what? We're we're at this point, so let's do it. We need you to come back, Bolin. Done. I need to done. talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. Done and done. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of other movies that you pop up in, recently, uh, Rampage. I really yes. enjoyed. I thought that was awesome, and I was like, "It's PJ Bird again. This is great." I that was for you. That yeah. was for you as well. I that knew was for it. You, as well. you know, I've been telling people that and no one believes me. I'm glad you I... said it. You know? <laughs> I was like, I feel like this one's the gorilla, for me. The gorilla's alive. It's because of me, really. That's right. That's right. I was just kind of pulling the strings in the background. That's right. The yeah, yeah. Take that, The Rock. Yes. He thought he was the hero. Mm -mm. 
It was all always... like, take me on the plane next time. If you do this again, I'm going on that plane. I'm going on that plane. Yeah. On that plane. How do we hook this up? I'll make a call. Somebody knows something, and, and we'll figure it out. Just tell him Triple B. I'm actually going tonight. I, he, I'm going to see. He's he's doing the at the Staples Center the wrestling for Fox. Yeah. David Arquette, David Arquette invited me. We're going down. We're gonna, I'm going to go to my first wrestling match ever tonight, the Staples Center. At like 4.45 Done. at the Staples Center. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, like what's your stage name? Oh, no, I'm going to get PJ in the crowd with his shirt on. That's what my oh, stage perfect. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they just call him in the crowd. Yeah, just... in the crowd. Keep the shirt on. No one needs to see me with my shirt off. I'll promise you that. That's like, <laughs> people, well, that kid just threw up. Why? Because he saw PJ with his shirt off. Like, he's vomiting. That's right. Yeah. They, you got to have a nickname. You know, his full name is actually Rock, Paper, Scissors, but they just go by Rock because it takes too they long. They go by Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine is chest hair and back hair? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. We just call him hair. Hair. <laughs> but it's spelled differently. It's like H-A-E-R. Balding yeah. off the top yeah. and it falls to his back. <laughs> it doesn't leave. It just like falls and like stays on his back. That's right. Your tagline yeah. could be, it's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. No one's doing that. I'm yeah. doing that. Other people are like, that's not sexy. I'm like, well, I think it is. That's You're right. Welcome. Depends You're who welcome. you ask and then just walk. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I, I, res- I respect that a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna also, be fun. I also love how you've worked with so many like uh, prestigious, might be the word, uh, people. Like, dude, you were in Green Book, which was awesome. Yeah, that and, was a fun one. Yeah, I mean, it won an Oscar, so I guess it's cool. Oh, I know, you know it's crazy. No, I'm just blessed. Oh my god, when I think about all the people, I'm like, oh my god, I've been like really lucky. Knock on wood. You got to work with Aragorn. What? I yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's come on, man, dude. He's a good dude. He like stayed in character, but it, not not like totally, but like in the accent, I'll say that I'm not like he was Superman. But he's that's a he's a classy good guy, man. That's so cool. I've yeah, heard. No, I, I had a guy on a few. Uh, actually, it would have been a few months ago now. Good lord, time flies, uh, especially when you're on a Vespa. So he really? was Luke Hawker is his name, and he worked at Weta Workshop. So oh he, yeah, he like did the prosthetics for the orcs and whatnot, and he was all talking about it, and everyone's like, "Oh, Vigo's the dude." I was like, "That's cool." Oh. Yeah, man, he's great, dude. That's what he's you like a great here. He's a real. You're like, that's a man. That's a good man. I yeah. know, dude. He there's this like really viral video that went on his last day of Return of the King because I guess he got really close with the stunt team because okay. obviously he's Aragorn. That feels right. That yep. feels like something he would do. Yeah. Yep. And you know they're in New Zealand, so they're the Maori people. You know that are intense people. Yeah. And he would like headbutt everybody as they were no. leaving. What? <laughs> yeah. So there's like there's video of him with like a big red mark on his forehead from just like headbutting everyone, and then people would see him coming, they're like, Ugh, "Run!" because it hurts. <laughs> no, because like yeah, you out of your mind. I'm like, it wasn't like oh, he did an amazing high five hug. No, he like headbutted you. Yeah, that's what he does. It's a little uh, tiny little you know forehead. And then you have to go into the concussion tent to make sure you can. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because you know this is you know the, yeah. the king of Gondor. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's Saying crazy. Up. I know. I know. Yeah. And you worked with him, so good job. I did. I did. Well done, well done. And then, just just award-winning things. I'm just thinking about this. I'm like, good lord, dude, you're in Big Little Lies. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. My wife loves that show. Oh my god. Loves no, I love, it. I love. I love. That's a that's a fun one too. I bet. And uh, I will. I always say this all the time. Like, Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern don't get enough credit for being like great improvisers. Totally, they're like the best. Really, that's cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, they're tops. And Laura, <laughs> Laura Dern, man. She seems no, like she's the best. best now, I remember ever. that one scene we did this year when we were like banging, like going at each other. Yeah. Um, I'll just remember before the scene started, she was like walking back and forth like she was a tiger Ooh. in the cage. Right? They come <laughs> get me like, oh my, holy shit. <laughs> right? That's right. You, you've worked with Clint Eastwood and Martin Scorsese, and you're just like, oh man. This, I've met my match today. <laughs> no, uh, that's no joke. And then we did the first take. I was like, oh, I wasn't ready for that. I got to raise my hand right now. That was insane. Okay. Oh, but then they let us improvise, too. That was great. So we, like, went at it. It was so good, dude. She's so great. That's so cool. And that's definitely got to make you a better actor, working oh opposite these people. Oh, my God. Of course. Because you're listening. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to yeah. listen. Exactly. And don't blink. You can't and and don't blink. No, no, don't blink. Keep, let your eyes dry out. Yeah, for sure. I've heard Clint Eastwood. His vision is based on movement, so you just gotta you gotta you gotta coordinate. Exactly. Yeah. Fact. Fact. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so what what advice would you have for somebody who wants to get into the type of stuff you're doing? Uh, 
you gotta you gotta train. You gotta you gotta make sure you know your craft incredibly well. You have to um, work incredibly hard. You have to do your homework every night before you go on auditions. You have to. I mean, you gotta remember, it's not just like you're the best kid in your college acting, or if you think you are, you're the best kid in New Jersey, whatever. Like, and you want to go to LA. Like, people from all over the world are literally coming to LA uh, or New York, whatever, to compete with you. So it's like you you got to be really ready and and believe you first. You got to believe in yourself. But you got to you know do your homework. Just work very hard. Be very thorough, and uh, you know don't let anybody else outwork you. Yeah, I think that's, that's good as key. well. Yeah. Because everyone is doing it. It's like if one person slacks off, it's like, all right, cool. Well, the other 100 people aren't. So it's- Literally 100. Literally 100 people. So, I mean, I did a voiceover just now, like a commercial, a voiceover, and uh, and there are like 653 people auditioned for this, and they listened to everyone. I'm like, what? Oh, man. What? Goodness. Like, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. So, and that's for a voiceover and a commercial. So... Sure. Just so that's why I like do as many jobs as you can, like when you're still like training, like and always keep learning. And like it's never you're never you're never done learning. I'll tell you that right now. So surround yourself with a good group of people. But, you know, you're in the world now where you can also, you know, you can shoot your own stuff and write your own stuff. And that's critical to do that, because I know I get asked to improvise a lot. And when you're improvising, don't be trite. You know, don't say things other people said or something that's just the easy jokes. Sure. Push the envelope and. uh but start shooting stuff yourself because watching yourself, you can learn from like, oh, that was terrible or that was that. That was good. But don't try to copy what you did. Always be in the moment, like recreate it. Don't try like, oh, I did this thing with my hand and, and like always be genuine. Don't try to like copy exactly what you did. Sure. Believe what you're saying. So stuff like that. But get out there and make your own stuff and rip it and like do plays and challenge yourself. And and the other big thing is like know who you are. Like if you played the old man in college shows or what have you, like. No one's casting you to be the old man anymore. In, right. In yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna cast you because you look like you and you're acting like you a little bit. Sure. I think so. Know who you are and what your lane is a little bit. Sure. It's it's such an interesting time like to be alive with the internet. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because like saying you can make your own stuff and then just put it online. And then yeah. So and you many should more do people. that. And that's another thing to get an agent. They're like, well, I can't just represent you because I don't know what you've done or what you are or who you are. Now you can like, well, I have a reel. Here's my reel. Then I shout with my friends. Sure. Well, actually, on that, so for reels, I've heard two different things. I've heard one, it's like put the reel with like your best stuff, but I've also heard you can divide them by dramatic and comedic, and it shouldn't be more than a minute. What do you think? I mean, I know that part. Who, who knows? The jury's still out on it's that. True. Uh, Everyone's so different. I mean, yes, you can divide them exactly, and then, or you can send just different takes from more recent stuff. Uh, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a reel that's like nine minutes too long, and yeah. that is too <laughs> I mean, like That's too long. Um, but I've worked with so many good people in so many different scenes. I'm like, how do I not show all that? But Yeah, I agree. It's tricky. It's also weird because agents are all different. So like one agent might like this better, but one agent might not like that. Yes, that's totally true as well. It's totally. Like, just kind of wing it. See what I happens. I know. Exactly. So. Not bad. I like not it. Bad. Triple B. Triple I'm proud B. of you. You Thanks, did great man. today. You did real. You did really good today, by the way. Oh, you did stop really it. Good. I've had a little bit of practice. <laughs> so, so actually, proud. before we wrap up, I have to yeah. not forget. Where can people find you online to possibly put in their applications for the adoption spot? Oh yeah, PJ underscore Burn on Instagram, B Y R N E. So PJ underscore B Y R N E, and I think it's the same thing on Twitter. Is it? Sure. Huh. Why not? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Let's look at Twitter. Dun, Let's look dun, at Twitter. This is the song for going. Yeah, to same Twitter. thing. DJ underscore burn. I'm glad I know who I am. <laughs> yeah, boom. Get that SEO. Huh? Huh? Who'd have thought using your name would work? Hmm. Wonderful. Interesting. Well, dude, this was super fun. I've had a really good time. Well, B, I love you. Thanks so much for having me on. Keep crushing it. Keep. Keep doing it big time. Keep rocking Naples. Tell your wife I love her and tell her to make sure you get a uh, a flu shot. Ooh, I'm cutting that last part out. <laughs> okay. All right. Dude. All right. And...
Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it is at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. Let them know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on tpublic.com to get some sweet gear. Also, I've made a Patreon. So if you'd like to support the show and get access to other exclusive shows, you can now do that at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, Logan, Victor, and JC. Your support means so, so much, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.